it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another Raw Review. And this is your go-home show for the Crown Jewel event that will be happening this Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. This card has some really good matches on it. Um... A little sad that I'm not going to be able to watch it live. So I'm going to have to avoid social media like the plague um, so that I don't get spoiled so I can watch it and have a live reaction. Um, do my own little podcast review after I get to finish the show. So that way on Friday, you guys will have uh, some more above the ring to listen to. But that's then. This is now. Rob put on a pretty decent show. Um, Compared to the last couple of weeks, maybe not as good, but serviceable for for what it's supposed to be. So this is also the last time we will be seeing um, now former Raw superstars. Excuse me. Um being on the show as the draft will go into effect the day after the crown jewel event. So we had some championship matches. We had the King of the ring and Queens crown semifinal matches for raw to determine the finals for both tournaments. And both were really good. Um, Unfortunately, the women's match, a little short, uh, which obviously seems to be the theme, which is very unfortunate. Um, I don't think a single women's match in the tournament has gone above three minutes. And it's a little atrocious, if you ask me. Um, and I, <laughs> I don't, unfortunately, have high hopes for um, the finals either. So we'll see. Um but let's just get into the show. So the show kicks off with Royal Women's Champion, the Queen herself, Charlotte Flair, talking about how she's not upset because she's not getting a, a, farewell, uh, a farewell tour. People are not lining up to say goodbye to her. You know, she doesn't have, you know, balloons and, and confetti and all, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
But obviously, she's not out there alone. As Bianca Belair makes her way out. And, you know, talking some smack. Uh, Charlotte saying that she feels that it's, you know, a conspiracy theory that Bianca's getting two title matches in a week. And people are like, oh, and she's like, you think I'm entitled, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, it was a, it was a good promo by Charlotte. Um, obviously, with Bianca out there, there's a scruffle. And, and you know, it makes it look... Uh, Makes it look good for our main event later tonight. As uh, Bianca Belair will be challenging Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. But before we get there, our opening contest of the evening is your Raw semifinals match in the King of the Ring tournament as Xavier Woods took on Jinder Mahal. And ladies and gentlemen, we are one match away from... The Kang. Xavier Woods gets the win. <sighs> With all the things that might be going wrong in WWE, this is something that is going right. Xavier Woods, the man has been crying out loud for King of the Ring tournament to come back to crown him as the king. And this man is earning it. And I didn't say this last week, and I'm a little upset myself for not doing so, but I loved, I love the way that Xavier Woods has not touched the crown because he has not earned it yet. You've noticed all the heels have touched the crown, but Woods has not, and I believe Finn Balor as well has not touched the crown. I'm an old-fashioned guy when it comes to, to wrestling. If you've never won a championship and you go for a championship title, you should never touch it before you earn it, before you win the title. It just they used to do that all the time in the old, you know, in the 80s and 90s. The heels would obviously would, would grab it, and that's fine because their heels are supposed to say, screw you, tradition, and that's just how that works. But the faces, the baby faces, would always respect the title, would look at it, would stare at it, but they'd never touch it. And I feel like Woods is doing that same thing here with the crown, and it makes me so happy. I don't care that he has the scepter. I don't care that he has the cape. It's the crown that matters the most. And the mat and the fact that he's not touching it makes me, as you know, a longtime wrestling fan, 30 plus years, very happy. And makes me want him to win that much more. Obviously, outside the fact that I thoroughly enjoy watching his content on Up Up Down Down. And I feel like outside of or well, inside of New Day, he deserves this break, you know. Kofi and Big E both got the WWE Championship. This, I think, for Woods would be almost as good, if maybe for him, because he's wanted this since his childhood, even better than winning the WWE Championship. So I am definitely pulling for Woods come Thursday. This is no slight to Finn Balor at all, but I don't feel like Finn needs this. Finn's already established 
Woods, while he is established as well, he doesn't have the accolades. And he even talked about it tonight on a uh, uh, like one of those exclusive contents, um, talking about how he has always aspired to have the accolades that Finn Balor has. But he said one way to beat him, you know, to get ahead of him would be to beat him on Thursday and take the king of the ring. I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. I think King Xavier Woods would be fantastic. Just with his charisma alone, it would just, I think, would drive a lot of the show. Um, not Again, not that Finn wouldn't, but Finn's more of a technician. Woods is more of a showman, you know, like a, a showboat. You know, going back to those WWE champion <laughs> um, mobile game stuff. Um, I think that I would thoroughly enjoy Xavier Woods as King of the Ring. So I'll get off my soapbox so we can continue talking about the show. But I'm, I'm rooting for my boy, Xavier Woods. But after that, uh, we had a little interesting conversation in the back. Um with Austin Theory, who's being interviewed, and then was interrupted by the 24-7 train <laughs> as Reggie was running away from a whole bunch of wrestlers, uh, comes back around, gets caught by our truth and, you know, Austin Theory is all pissed off about it and says, hey, you know, what the hell are you doing? And our truth pretty much told them, you know, fine. You you want to be tough? You know, let's 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 settle this in the ring. And I'm like, oh shit! I'm like, all right, we're gonna see our truth in a match, and it gets Austin Theory, who's obviously working his way up the card. So this should be interesting to see. So Theory comes out to the ring, and our truth does as well. And he goes, well, my bad, guys. Um, he uh, <laughs> didn't let me finish. Um, you know, I wasn't agreeing for myself for a match. I was agreeing for my friend. For a match and lo and behold it's jeff hardy so we have ourselves a rematch with our with uh jeff hardy and austin theory but lo and behold austin theory wins yet again now jeff if i remember correctly has been drafted over to smackdown but he does get the last laugh tonight because as Austin beats down Jeff, takes his phone, takes the selfies like he did before with Jeff being knocked out. But Jeff recovers, attacks Austin Theory, and the role reversal. Gets his phone, takes a whole bunch of selfies, and, you know, that's that. We then moved on to tag team action. Uh, and uh, Big E wants to coexist with Drew McIntyre tonight. That seems to be the the big the big shtick with um, champions and their challengers. Can they coexist in their tag team match? Because WWE always likes to put champion and challenger as a tag team for some ungodly reason. I don't. I still to this day. I've been watching for thirty years. I still don't understand why the hell they feel like that's actually ever going to work. I get it. You want to cause drama? 
I understand that part, but it's just, I don't know. It, it's been, it hasn't changed in 30 years. And it's like, come on, guys, let's mix it up a little bit, please. <laughs> but Drew and Biggie get the win. I kind of feel bad for the Dirty Dogs. Big fans of theirs. I love Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. You know, Robert Roode for me is when you think about Impact Wrestling and TNA, you know, they're Mount Rushmore, you know, I would ease I for me personally, I'd put him up there easily. So um but I understand they gotta put the champion and the challenger, you know, uh you know, gotta put him over before the pay-per-view, so I get it. Um it'll be interesting to see what happens with Big E and, and Drew McIntyre. I know Drew being drafted over. Um it, it can make things interesting. So we'll uh we'll see. So after that, we moved on to Mansoor taking on Cedric Alexander with Shelton Benjamin. I love the fact, number one, that her business is still a thing. And number two, they brought back the theme song. Thank God. I love that song so much. I'm glad that it's back. Fortunately, <laughs> it doesn't help them as Mansoor does get the victory. But Ali comes out, you know, with the mic starts tearing them apart and then all of a sudden i saw something out of mansoor that i don't think i've ever seen before and i was a little surprised by it mansoor basically ripped ali apart on the mic started yelling at him telling him you know he's a piece of trash that he's gonna kick his ass and at, you know at crown jewel and then starts yelling at him which i'm assuming in arabic um obviously i didn't understand it but uh, ali looked visibly shaken so obviously this match is very personal between these two i feel like this one will probably be one of those main events obviously because when mansoor is whenever he's in saudi he is you know made to look like an absolute monster superstar so um, I have a feeling that this is going to be a really good match between these two. It's honestly, one of the ones I am looking forward to watching. Um, but it, 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 I would be very surprised if Mansoor loses that match. We then had more tag team action as the Raw Tag Team Champions RK Bro took on the Street Profits, newly drafted back to Monday Night Raw. Um, the match was outstanding. But naturally, in Raw and all its glory, <laughs> whenever you have a great match going on, hey, let's end, end this in a DQ because that's, yes. <laughs> so we end up hearing AJ Styles uh, hear his theme song. Omos starts walking out. Randy, not really paying attention, turns around, eats a phenomenal forearm from AJ Styles, gets the DQ. And then he and almost decide to just destroy everybody. Takes out everybody from RK Bro and the Street Profits. Leaves them laying. So obviously they're walking into the pay-per-view with the advantage. Which, if you all remember, <laughs> whenever a, la a team hits last, they normally don't do so hot. So... I don't expect AJ and Omos to win, but again, this crown jewel, it, you know, anything's possible. So we'll see. Up next, we had our 
Raw Queen's Crown semifinals matches. Shayna Baszler took on Dewdrop with uh, the SmackDown representative in the finals, Miss uh, Zelina Vega, coming out and putting on everything. Putting on the crown, putting on the cape, everything. Just, just rub it in. So this match, while it was short, like I said, was actually really good. And surprise, surprise, we have ourselves an update. Uh, or not update, but we have ourselves an upset. Dewdrop reversing the Carafuto clutch. And uh, Shayna not letting go as Dewdrop pushed back and gets the pin. So I was I was really surprised by this. I, I did not expect uh, Dewdrop to get the win here. I, I, I honestly expected Shayna, with how dominant she's been, uh, to take the win. Don't know if this was, you know, a personal reason to not go to Saudi, uh, or I don't know. This Saudi Arabia is a, an interesting topic when it comes to a lot of things in the world. I won't get into it because I don't know enough to really, honestly, <laughs> give an opinion. And that's not what you're here to listen to. You're here to listen to this review of the show. So, either way. Dewdrop gets the win. She will face Zelina Vega at Crown Jewel for the first ever Queen's Crown. Should be a very interesting match. Hopefully they give it more than five minutes. I doubt it. I'd be I'd be happy with more than three. So we'll see. After that, the prince himself, Finn Balor, comes out, takes on Mace, who just was recently drafted to SmackDown. Now, an interesting tidbit. Mace is keeping the former retribution music, the shut it down music. So makes me realize it makes me wonder what's going on with T-Bar or is T-Bar dead and Dominic Dajakovic will come back or is that name dead and maybe, you know, some other name will come out. I don't know. We'll see. I have high hopes for, you know, T-Bar. Or Dominic Dajakovic, you know, <clears throat> I've watched him wrestle in the Indies. The man is so talented; he just needs an actual chance uh, to shine. So, hopefully, with him being drafted to Raw, Mace being drafted to SmackDown, that will happen. But we'll see in time. But as for the match, it was a good match. Mace actually looked really good by himself, um, but obviously, Finn too much for him gets the win. And then we have ourselves an interesting standoff because during this match, Xavier Woods came out with his scepter, with his with his cape, and sits on the sits on the throne, watches the match. So the match ends. Finn starts walking up, you know, the ramp and stops in front of Woods, and Woods starts. I would, I would say taunt and, and <laughs> plain old taunt of, of Finn whenever um, Finn's music hits, you know, the, the hits that certain crescendo and everybody go, throws up their arms and everything else. And so Woods did the same thing every single time it hit and Finn's just staring at him and just staring at him. And then all of a sudden, the last time he puts his hands up, Woods puts his hands down and Finn grabs the scepter out of Woods' hands. 
pulls him off the off the platform and woods just stares at him and then starts jaw jacking and i'm just like i was already hyped for this match as it was and this just brought it up <laughs> so they're 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 just jaw jacking with one another and all of a sudden kofi comes running out from the back gets between the two goes whoa, whoa guys you know whoa, whoa hold on hold on hold on woods just looks at finn goes all right crown jewel he's like you could stay a prince while i elevate to become a king i was like oh man i'm like oh don't kill him woods don't do it oh i'm telling you this match could be the that that jump off point for woods and i hope to god that they go through with it because i feel like this could be the biggest thing for his career and the man deserves it so we'll see what happens. Very excited for Crown Jewel. But our main event of the evening is for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair took on the queen herself, Charlotte Flair. And, well, as you know how these things work, we had ourselves one hell of a match. Now, these women went to, like, 1101. <laughs> and I know USA is a stickler for getting shows over at 11 when they're supposed to be done at 11. But what happens? Charlotte gets herself disqualified by using a chair. And then Bianca takes the chair from her and smashes her on the back, sends her out of the ring and effectively out of Raw. However, she is still your Raw Women's Champion. She's now a SmackDown superstar. I have a feeling now, unfortunately, that we're going to have ourselves a title swap situation like we did last year with New Day and the Street Profits. Because now, instead of Sasha Banks, I thought would easily win this match at Crown Jewel, I have a feeling that Becky herself is going to take it. Um... Or, or Bianca could take it. If Bianca takes it, then obviously with Bianca being on Raw as the SmackDown Women's Champion and Charlotte being on SmackDown as the Raw Women's Champion, clearly they're going to have to switch titles. It's the only way I can see it working. Um, so either Becky or Sasha, uh, Becky or Bianca have to win a crown jewel for this swap to happen. Otherwise, there's going to be some interesting stuff and I, I think it would get really messy if we don't have that clean turnover so that was the show i'm i'm a little sad that the dqs had to happen in the two best matches of the night but it is what it is uh if you have a moment guys please go on to our twitter at above the ring and check out our poll that we put out we put them out every Monday and every Friday for Raw and for SmackDown. Let us know what you thought of the show. You know, I got a bunch of votes already, and right now it looks like a B is our leading grade for the night. For me personally, I'd probably give it more of a C plus, but that's just me. Um, also very distracted by <laughs> the uh, ALCS Game 3, which the Boston Red Sox did win 12-3 to over the Astros. So Boston now takes a 2-1 lead in that series. Game 3 is on Tuesday. So naturally, while I'm watching NXT, my other eye will be on this game, <laughs> game number 4. So, you know, 
it is what it is. I'm from New England. I'm going to root for my boys from Boston because I'm a homer. That's how this works. <laughs> so, guys, I appreciate you so much for listening. I know we went off topic a few times tonight, but you know what? That's just how we are over here at Above the Ring. So if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us also on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as Above the Ring. If you guys have or haven't already listened to our latest Above the Ring episode, Friday Night Fights, it is out on all your streaming platforms and on YouTube. Go out and listen to it. Sam and I talk about all the midweek wrestling. We talk about uh, the G1 Climax going on in New Japan. We talk about NXT we talk about what's happening with NXT in regards to Above the Ring and, you know, AEW, Rampage, Dynamite, Impact, looking towards Bound for Glory. A lot of good content. We appreciate you guys listening to us and giving us your feedback. Uh, if you want personal stuff, you can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere, Scotty J Stream. And for all these podcasts you can find us on pretty much every podcasting platform that's out there if we're not on one that you listen to let us know we'll add ourselves to it that way you can get your one-stop shopping done get a little bedlam in your day from above the ring and on those platforms please leave a review you know let us know what we're doing good we're doing bad what we can improve what you love for what stuff that we're doing you know, and tell everybody out there why they should listen to Above the Ring and Ship It Studios as well. And our buddies over back to the ring. Tell us why you listen to us and why everybody else should as well. Guys, once again, thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate you. Hope you all have a wonderful week. Stay tuned because NXT is on Tuesday and the narrative is about to change yet again thank you guys don't forget most importantly to ship it and join the bedlam have a good night welcome to the all 80s movies podcast i'm bill And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.